What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Joe Lawn Care Show. I've been excited about this one for a long time because I got my good buddy Mark from uh, Ben. Is that you, Chicago. Ben? It's ben, me. Is that you out there? That's me, buddy. Is that you, Ben? That's me. I'm not sure if our technology is aligning right now. There we go. That's better. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. Happy to be here with you. Down, transmitting live and direct to the good people of the lawn care community from my underground subterranean lair, my frigid domicile down here in Villa Park, man. It's it's a beautiful thing, dude. Well, I'm happy to have you guys have you on, and I'm happy to have everyone on uh, tuning in tonight on the chat. Thank you so much for for coming on board tonight. There is a lot of people going live tonight. We always have uh, Ron Henry going at 5.50, and he's on for like two hours answering questions, hustling the way he does. He does an awesome show. Uh, he had J uh, Jake the Lawn Kid on tonight, and then Jimmy I saw came on. Uh, Jimmy Lewis came on for about an hour and a half or so. So I'm we're batting cleanup tonight, guys. So I appreciate everybody you know coming on board and uh, you know joining us for just maybe one last show for the night. <laughs> and um absolutely dude. the uh the main event the main the main event mark from lawn creeps at about five subscribers <laughs> it's awesome it's good stuff man I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here happy to happy to be uh happy to have everybody tuning in so that's awesome yeah man it's a uh friday nights are hot dude with the uh with the podcast they are and this is not this is this is on um it's um the uh, Spotify too, right? Is this? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's not live on Spotify, but I take the recordings and put it on Spotify and Google and uh, Apple Podcasts and all those types of things. So you're gonna be everywhere, Mark. That's awesome, dude. I love, I love Spotify. Longtime Spotify listener. I can't live without it, man. My music got ahead, but that's awesome, dude. That's yeah, awesome. that's awesome. I can't wait to listen to it. Listen to myself in the car and cringe when it's when it's on. Uh, when it's on Spotify, do you like, what do, the hell? do you uh, do you hate listening to the recorded you? Uh, a lot of times I do. A lot of times I do, man. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Sure. I know but, I used to hate it, but I've kind of gotten used to it now that I've been doing it for a while, and my voice doesn't bother my bother myself nearly as much. Maybe it bothers other people, but it doesn't bother <laughs> me anymore. It bothers me, dude. In fact, forget this. I quit. <laughs> no, the uh, it's funny because I've played in bands. I grew up playing in bands and and doing you know stuff like that. Um, but still, just like just straight dialect, me and you talk like this right now is kind of torture. I was having a hard time with this man. Like earlier, I was pacing. My wife like, dude. My wife's like, dude. It's it, you're all good. It, it, chill out. <laughs> Went to the bathroom like three times, dude. If that's too much information, no, just let me know. Good. I usually, you know, I try to to make sure I'm good to go, so I don't have to make any sort of late exits or something like that. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. No, I, I love it, man. I love being able to to uh, wax poetic, just chew the rag, man, all night long. I could ramble. I, I this, this is going to be your first three hour show, so get ready. To <laughs> Who's, who has the longest podcast out there so far? I wonder what the longest one is. You said Ron. Ron, Ron, Ron. He, he hustles. He does an awesome show. He's he's on there for a solid two hours most most weeks, just running through the questions. He, his his show is, uh, from what I've noticed, is, is a really good Q&A lawn care show. 
Um, and that that brings me to the point I always bring up. If we have any any new people tuning in tonight, this show is uh, it's it's not necessarily a Q and A, but if you do have questions or topics you want us to talk about, please put that in the chat. We will we will get those get to those as best as we can. This style show, I try to keep it more of a hangout. Everybody's in the chat hanging out, and we try to uh, definitely incorporate everybody in the chat as much as possible um, in in the conversation that Mark and I are having. Um, it, it's not an interview style. We're just hanging out tonight, enjoying uh, talking about a topic that we all know and love, uh, that we're nerds about and those types of things, and that's just kind of how how I do it. I keep it pretty casual. Uh yeah, and man. and kind of just go from there. We I don't script anything. I I really honestly just shoot from the hip, and and let the conversation go where it's going to go. That's the best. It's the only way to go, man. It's awesome. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. And uh, I do see the, <laughs> I do see the chat here. I do have people. I see everybody. I see uh, Jamie over there. I see uh, Lazy Lawn's left tool. Um, I am reading the chat, but yeah, I've got kind of a weird setup over here. Um, so I can't type anything, but I'm more than happy to, uh, engage. Well, let's give a rundown of, of everybody in the chat. I think Derek from Lazy Lines was number one tonight. Uh, we there got Rob is. Turf Therapy. Uh, we got Brandon from Bush League Lawns, my buddy up here in St. Louis with me. We got Nathan from Pacific Northwest Lawns. We got South Jersey Lawn Guy, Brian, Brian from Bermuda Brian, uh, Lawntism. Let's see, Elevated Lawnscapes, thanks for tuning in. Just subscribe to your channel, actually, this week. I don't know why I didn't know about it before. Lawn Schlong. We've got Lawn Schlong, dude. Oh. You're outrageous, dude. Lawn Schlong. <laughs> How did I come up with my name, Lawn Creeps? It started as a... <laughs> That's good, dude. It should just be Long Duck Schlong. Long Duck Dong from uh, 16 Candles. Um, it, it started out as like an Instagram thing. As a, uh, It's funny because... I've always been into customizing and writing on, on my like garden tools and stuff like that. I don't have anything down here right now. Most of my stuff's in my shed, but it started off just writing lawn creeps limited on like my, my pruner sheath or, or whatever. Um, I think there's a couple of pictures of, of some early stuff like that on Instagram. And it, it just kind of started as a joke and went from there. I never planned on really doing YouTube until I took a little bit of a hiatus um, I took a little bit of time off of work between jobs. I quit my job of 25 years and then um, took some time off, some beautiful time, man. It was utopia. It was the best. Ben and I were talking about this off camera the other day. I spent the most amazing time with my kids um, and the most amazing time in my in my lawn and garden, man. Just getting, getting dirt under my fingernails every single day. It was amazing. Um, and in that time, I started doing YouTube channels. I figured, why not? The first one I ever did was a, uh, <laughs> a soil knife review, Rob from Turf Therapy. I actually sold that sucker on that <laughs> knife, dude. He, he bought it. Mine's falling apart, Rob. <laughs> um, no, it's an awesome knife. But my first ever video was this soil knife review, and God, was I a spaz. Kind of like right now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it, it was fun, though. So I never looked back. But, no, Lawn Creeps. It started out as just kind of handwriting it. I, I like writing a lot of stuff. I was practicing on that, you know what I mean? Just like a scribbler, a 45-year-old man-child scribbler. And uh, just kind of came up with lawn creeps and drew the little guy and stuff like that. I used to have some art chops. I'm kind of retired on that. For the most part. I but, love your I love yeah, your anyways. art and your style. It reminds me of like because I 
it you know some graffiti just Thank doesn't you. look good but it reminds me of like really cool graffiti like um because actually like that's that's, that's yeah because there's there's some people like uh graffiti artists that act, will actually get paid to do those uh like if their arts yes um they'll yeah. like they'll get paid to do art for people for sure because, i mean obviously sometimes it's used as vandalism but i'm talking about like people actually can get hired to do that stuff for people and it is it is it is vandalism but a lot of the graffiti guys are they, they've got commissions yeah. and stuff like that you know there's there's some good that you know that that comes out of it and really it, it, it pop culture is just saturated from from that element from comic book graffiti kind of subculture you no know? and your your Hip-hop, style rock, music rock yeah and, and your style is like i okay so there's a couple things with your your channel and your style mm-hmm. that i love is like you mean low budget moron no <laughs> low budget i mean style, if you want to yeah. call it that that's fine but i'm talking about like your 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 uh your logo your art um your the the lens the fisheye lens the everything you got going on right now <laughs> matches what you do 100 because it's it's it like it does like jake and i were talking about this last week it's like an old school hip-hop rap video and actually uh nick leitner he said what's mark's spotify playlist he listens to some dope music i bet you do <laughs> just i do i you know what honestly man music it's cliche to say music is my life, but music literally is my life, man. I, I came from a very musical family, um, both playing, you know, instruments and listening to it. Growing up, there were 45 records and LPs everywhere strewn throughout my house. My taste runs the gamut from Woody Guthrie through Darby Crash from the Germs and everything else in between. You know, hip hop, punk rock, folk, bling, blam, blow, everything. Everything. I, I love music. It's a, uh, that's what I, you know, when I was talking about Spotify, huge part of my life. Um, could, couldn't live without it. But yeah, man, I got, I got some playlists. I'd be happy to share. Who said uh, that? Who said Nick, that? About Nick Leitner. I believe I pronounced his last name less uh, yeah. correctly. Um, that's cool. I appreciate the comment, Nick. Thanks for that. There, there's been a few dudes that have commented on my, uh, on my tunage. Um, the one that comes to mind is Juan Felice, Juan. Perez, Juan Felicio yeah. Perez, a good comments. A good, he's a good comment section yeah. dude. Kind of like the, the great Grace Ortiz. Mm-hmm. God bless your Grace, man. She's an awesome comment section person, and uh, he's new to the gig here. And we 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 talk native flora. He's going to make a rain garden. I forget his name. I think it's Jamie here, and I think he goes by. Uh, I don't know what the hell he goes by, dude. Is it the account? Yeah, so that Jamie, that is Jamie the accountant. He changed. Jamie, if that's you, the guy, the rain garden guy, and the guy that wants to get the native flora going, dude, I, I love that, man. God bless you for that. But uh, I think he's picked up on the music. And uh, Juan, man, Juan, Juan picked out, I think I used a, uh, I mean, I've used all kinds. If you go back and, and you want to make your life miserable and, and, and get time you will never get back and watch my videos, I, I got a pretty good array of music in there. I've got like some Hank Williams the first all the way back to, you know, some some current young weird dudes that are making weirdo music. I love weirdo music too. So anyways, we can get off the top of the music <laughs> if you want. This is a lawn care show. But no, I, I love music. It's a huge part of my life. Um I, I, I would never pigeonhole myself to one type of music. I love throw I love throwing it in my videos, man. That's a huge part yeah. of this. But you do not want to know how I do it, dude. It's the most ridiculous low budget way ever. I, I still hold the my iPhone up to the speaker <laughs> to, to put the music on. I've even I've used this. I've used the iPad and, and put that up to the speaker of my phone just to get it on there. I've never done it 
in a proper way to make it sound good. So I apologize to those of you who ever have watched my videos and the music sounds like it's running through a tin can. It's because I'm holding my iPhone up to the speaker. Well, so, I think a pe I think a lot of people <laughs> appreciate that, Mark, because they know they're getting they know they're getting some really authentic stuff from somebody because they are just doing it because they want to do it. They love doing it and they want to share their passion with other people. And I think, I think that's, that's one of the biggest things I think a lot of people get from your channel. Uh, and I think why so many of us really enjoy what you talk about and what you do on your channel. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump back in the, the chat to, to give some more people, see who else is in here. Papa Mo's low. Thank you so much. Super TA. He's another guy that's always everywhere and I don't know how he does it, but thank you for being here. Left tool. He said, Mark and Ben, what's up boys? Happy weekend to everyone. What's going Hope on? Hope you Let all are warm. Doing, I'm it's not at I, all. It's pretty cold here. I mean, I'm warm in my basement, but apparently Mark is not, uh, this is a, I, I'm at, I wish I had a thermometer down here. Uh, I got my space heater over here, but I'm probably sitting at about a good 38 degrees down here, 40, 42, 50. But no, I don't know what it is. It's probably, it, it's not bad. I've only got five layers on, it's cool. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is out by you, but we're about to go into this deep freeze over here. Um, tonight, it's going to get down to, I think maybe six or something like that. And then for the next seven, eight days, it's going to be about a high of four or six, and it's going to be negative, negative uh, temperatures all throughout the the, the overnight uh, time frame. So we're going into a deep freeze. You know, we got all of that crazy snow um, a little bit ago, which which was awesome. It was beautiful. It was an amazing old school Chicago winter, man. We haven't we haven't had any winters like that in a real long time, and super psyched on that. You know, it's uh, it's good. And, and to a garden geek, you know, a grass. A, a, uh, a grass, a lawn enthusiast, you know, it could be at this out, you know, at this point, at this hour, you know, the February, whatever, you're just like looking out that window, ready to go, man. You want to get out there and just smell those actinomycetes and smell that soil, dude, and and get in your lawns and put all your put all your stuff down, man. Everybody's yep. gearing up. What 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 stuff am I gonna buy? And it, it's exciting. It's cool, dude. It's uh, I'm I'm chomping at the bit too. But I, I you can't discount this beautiful winter, this beautiful weather. And uh, this beautiful snow, I had the opportunity in the backyard. It was awesome. So, you know, that that's nonsense. Anybody who ever says don't play on the snow in your yard, you're going to mess up your grass. Don't listen to them. That, that's ridiculous. So get out there and play. Build snow forts, build snowmen and all of that stuff and enjoy it. All of you Midwesterners and, and, and Norwesters, whoever got, did you get hit by we got, snow? We got what some. Got, uh, we got a, around two inches, maybe a little bit more. Uh, it was a good... It was a decent snow. I would say it's it's kind of an average what an average snowfall will get here. We generally will not get like, you know, six or six plus inches of snow at one time. It'll usually like add up over a couple of days maybe to that. But yeah, we're about we're yeah, about right. to uh drop down into some pretty cold temps here as well. I think it's that uh uh dang it, what is that what is the name of the the fro the no, 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 no. The the really cold blast of air that comes down from the Arctic. Oh, polar yes, vortex. yes. I heard that that was like coming down because it, you know, it, it, it apparently is normal yeah. for that to happen, but it's supposedly happening more frequent than it usually does. Uh, I wanted to give a special shout out to Left Tool. Thank you so much. He said, 
He yes. said, uh, to, to add to Mark's $5, yeah. he also got, uh, for me, hope this warms you up a bit, buddy. I stole five bucks from him. He he came to my house. He, he came all the way out here to Villa Park, Illinois, and uh, I stole $5 from him for doing that. That was awful nice of him. Um, so I come back out here, Lefty, and uh, I'll give it back to you. We, we got to do it upright, and I'm not going to let any cats out of the bags, but I kind of kicked myself in the ass, man, for not being able to spend more time with you guys when you came and not inviting you in for a drink of water or a, or a touch of hospitality. These guys drove across the, the damn state, <laughs> man, the, uh, the damn country, whatever, if I can, to uh, come and hang out with me, man, to do the, the lawn. the, uh, the uh, LT turfs. The LT turf. That's right. And uh, we just got right to it, dude. It was, it was the, speaking of cold, it was the first cold day of the year. It was on Halloween. And me being me, I'm all nervous and pent up and all of that stuff. And uh, it, it was super cold. And they rolled up and we just got right to it. Hey, how are you? You're, you're Aaron Lawtool Mark. Yeah, it was like awkward, surreal. But then we just started blabbing. I started blabbing. I tried. But anyways, I don't want to let too many cats out of the bag on that anyways. But uh yeah. No, you're good. Um, Thanks, dude. Thanks for the five bones. That's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna buy in in in, uh, in honor of you, because he he ended up eating a uh, a beef sandwich, but it was a it was a uh, cheddar croissant beef, which is kind of a that's a very avant garde type of beef, man. That's that's not that's not very uh, that's not like an everyday beef sandwich, you know. You you got it. Next time he gets it, he's got to get it with the French bread that's just doused in the beef juice with sweetened hot peppers on it, and call it a day on that, yeah. But anyways, I digress, brother. What else you got? Uh, Nick Leitner, <laughs> first time watching live, but a huge listener on the podcast to, uh, to work. Thank you, Nick, for tuning in. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, back to nature, palms and trees. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Lon Schlong. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> wait, somebody. That's just, I think I'm going to laugh every time you say it. I'm that immature where I'm yeah, going to laugh every and, time you say it. Uh, who was it? Somebody just said uh, wins. What did what did they say? I think it would like wins on the internet for night tonight, probably for your name because I have not seen you around. But uh, you need to be in the comments more often because people are gonna really like that name. Um, so yeah, there's a good amount of people in here. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Uh, we got Jason Sieberlich coming in here. Uh, I can't remember where he's out of, but. Uh, I know I've been watching him. He's done his uh, his own green in the in his backyard. Lawn journeys. Thank you for tuning in, buddy. Uh, Mark, you were talking a, a minute ago about how you were just you know getting out in the your lawn. Uh, or when you were, it, it was when you were saying you were home for a while, uh, and taking some time off work and out you know out in your yard quite a bit, spending time with your kids. Um, and you were just talking about, you know, getting dirty, getting, you know, the soil under your fingernails and those types of things. What, what is it that got you into like lawn care and, and nature? Like, was it, was this something you've always loved or was it something you found later in your life? You're like, man, I really like this. Yeah, no, I, it's something I've always loved. It's something I've always loved, man. I've I, again, with the uh, kind of, I guess the theme here is family, right? I, I, I was lucky enough to be you know, not indoors. I think a lot of men of a certain age and women, you know, 45, 45, whatever, we, we spent way more time outdoors. You know, I mean, we saw the birth of Atari, Nintendo, all of that. We saw the birth of all of this technology and it's kind of cool. It's fun, you know, but we, we spent all of our time outdoors and unsupervised kind of exploration and stuff like that. And I, I was lucky enough to have 
you know, certain family members that were into nature and, and, and hiking and going out and finding, finding bones, you know, finding, you know, whatever, like a, a raccoon, some, some possum bones or something, and just being out in a forest and, 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 and being amazed at kind of, you know, that, that type of thing. So when you're that young, you don't realize how amazing it is and stuff, but that just is, it becomes a part of your, your fabric, you know, it becomes a part of your DNA and stuff like that. You know, I, I grew up in my parents' yard, um, their beautiful backyard, about an acre, maybe just shy of an acre, um, with these big, beautiful elms and, and, and maples to watch over me, man, this, this beautiful green uh, romper room, you know, staying out there all day, watching my grandpa garden, watching my dad mow the lawn, smelling that stuff, you know, smelling it, it, it touches a cord in you and it stays. Um, so that's kind of, you know, it, like I say, it's built in, you know, when you're when you're 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, you don't really care so much about that per se, but it, it, it's who you are. And then later when you do, you know, start kind of coming into your own, you know, you, you, you kind of, you take it and run with it. So as far as like lawns and, and all of that stuff, I, I think that that's a rite of passage as a homeowner, right? I think when you become, when you first become a homeowner, you kind of arrive, right? You know, you've made it. You 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 have your own house yeah. now. Is somebody saying something funny? No, no, no. I was I was I, I was just laughing at at you when you're talking about arriving and when you get your first home and everything. Oh, for sure. You know, you you. So the first thing you want to do, you know, is is that instant that instant um, gratif that that instant um, home improvement. You know, and and it's the easiest thing you can do, and it's the most instantly satisfying. You know, the first thing as a homeowner, you're not going to, you know, maybe you'll jump into some projects if you've got those kind of chops or if you've got those kind of vision or if you buy a fixer upper. But for me, you know, you become a homeowner and you want to channel dad. You know, the first thing you do is you want to take you, you now have your own yard, you know, and you want to take care of that. And, and you kind of you're, you're channeling your, your, your parents on that. You become interested in, in the lawns and you want to do your best to take care of it. And then you start maybe learning about it. You know, you're you could either get super fanatical like a lot of the the fine folks in this chat or whatever, or you could just kind of, you know, take it in a different direction. My, you know, I, my story is kind of a, uh, a long, a long winded one, like all my stories, but uh, this particular house and this particular lawn I've been, I've been involved with since the early two thousands. Um, you know, this was my wife's grandma's house and I'm not going to get into a super long story here, but I fell in love with this yard. Um, the minute I came here and, and met uh, my wife, Jesse, my wife's name is Jesse. I met Jesse's grandma. Shout out to Nani. Rest in peace. The most amazing woman ever, dude. They don't make them like that anymore. Oh, go Cubbies. Go Cubbies. <laughs> I mean, she had like the cigar voice and everything, dude. And she was what the hell? His name ain't Dusty Baker. It's Dusty Faker. Anyways, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, you know, I fell in love with this yard. And again, that goes back to just having that kind of in your soul, right? From growing up in your parents' yard, fell in love with this yard, so on and so forth. I would kind of passive, passively do, I would come over here and do chores for Nani. I would fix ceilings. I painted railings, painted this and that. And I would mow the lawn sometimes, you know, and I'm looking, I'm like, man, I would love this to be my yard. I would do this and that and the other thing, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, life goes on, you know, things happen. We, we ended up becoming homeowners on our own in a town called Bolingbrook, Bolingbrook, Illinois, and uh, that was 2008, and that's where I kind of cut my teeth on lawn care. You know, you going back to what I said a minute ago. You you have arrived. Here we go. I got me a lawnmower. It was a hand me down. It was, but it was an awesome. It was an old school craftsman 
I still have it, and it actually has appeared in one of my videos. I did a video in, in, in ode, in homage to the old school rotary mower. It might be one of my personal favorite videos I've done. I recommend people you watch that if you want a good chuckle. Um, but um, so you know, got the lawnmower handed down, man. Started mowing a lawn, started caring. I'm a homeowner. This is awesome. Look at my awesome yard, right? Just the same reasons why everybody does it. And then you start learning about it more. You want to get more, you know, like I heard about this. What's fertilizing all about? You know, you go and you buy some books. I was into books. I was super into reading books on it. You know, once I really started getting gung-ho, I wanted every book, every possible written material known to man on it. I, I, I got books from like used, used bookstores. I'm a huge, I've always been a huge fan of used books in record stores. But um, I wanted every book I could get my hands on. I bought books from England. I bought books from 1947. I bought, you know, at a lot of those used bookstores, you could find old, like, groundskeeper textbooks. Um, you know, I, I've got some on hand. I don't want to keep going on with these props. Actually, I don't know what the hell we, I did with we them. We love I think props I here on the show, so. Yeah, I, I brought them out to my shed because I wanted to look cool for when the lawn tools came. Like, I had all my books in my shed, but that was a total foot on. I never <laughs> keep them in there. I just did it for that long, for that uh, episode. But uh, anyway, so I, I was into it and learning it and applying it and trying it and trial and error, you know, and uh, you, you just get gung-ho. And then, lo and behold, around, well, back in 2000, I'm terrible with dates, dude, but we, we came back to this house and bought this house off the family in 2012-ish, 13, something like that. Um, and then this yard was in fact mine and you know, the rest is history and there you go. But I mean, I'm sorry. What was the question? No, you're good. <laughs> you were just telling your story about how you kind of got into lawn care and just the, the love that you have for nature and those types of things. So no, I really love that. Uh, well, that's where the lawn, that's, that, that's, you know, kind of adding on to that then when, you know, you say love for nature, you know, again, it was always there, you know, working in your yard lawn care and gardening. I got way more into gardening. My love for gardening definitely surpassed my lawn care. Um, my wife, you know, kind of got me into perennials. Her dad, God bless him, Bill, you know, was, was a wildlife gardener and a gardener of native flora long before it was popular. Um, and I've always enjoyed waxing poetic with him and learning from him. You know, and uh, my, my love for, for, for native flora and, and, and herbaceous perennials and, and, and gardening and obviously soil and all of that stuff has long surpassed my lawn care. Um, my, my lawn now is on autopilot. I plan on doing zero to my lawn this year, and it's going to be amazing. I can document it every day if you'd like, man. It'll be a, a beautiful, amazing, green, resilient, self-sufficient grass because of building that soil, and I don't want to... I can go off on tangents here. No, you're good. You're it's good. I'm, I'm going to come back to some <laughs> anyway. questions that I have for you, though, but I'm going to jump over to some of the questions that we have over in the chat. Um, Elevated Landscapes, he said, Mark, what is your take on knowing the CEC of your soil when doing a soil test? I think it's one of the most important possible things you could look for at a soil test. Rob from Turf Therapy will tell you, I like... I did a, my first ever live stream was with Rob and I was just like, I felt like I said the same thing about 75,000 times. I said that a soil test doesn't tell the whole story. There's a lot more to a soil test. I'm not going to go back down that road. Um, I do believe that it's a good set of numbers. 
Um, to your point, uh, Cam, is that you said elevated landscapes, right? Yes, yep. Yeah, so that's Cam. He's a good dude. He just made a soil test video with an awesome instrumental over it, some awesome instrumental uh, music over it. It was it was smooth, and his, his, his information conveying was was awesome just smooth and and it was he's got a great vibe to his channel man if if, if no one knows who he is go and subscribe and all of that stuff because he's he's smooth it's nice to see someone that's 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 given the information that's smooth but uh cec cec is one of the most important things on a soil test concern um in terms of you know cec kind of goes hand in hand with obviously it's your the soil's ability to hold nutrients um and and, and hold water and all of that stuff, um, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with soil aggregation, soil humification, and all of that stuff. So, you know, if you got a solid CEC, you're doing something right, you know. So, you know, if you've got a sandy soil, you're looking to add add uh, carbon, you know, to get that CEC right. In soil, you either have a, I mean, and there's going to be some soil scientists that'll roll their eyes at me for simplifying it this much, but you've got a sandy soil or a clay soil, right? You're diuretic or constipated, not to sound too crass, but uh, so in a clay soil, you're looking to get that beautiful air in there. You're looking to get that porosity and aggregation. That's the most important possible thing you could have in any soil is air. And it's for a myriad of reasons, um, you know, air slash aggregation, porosity. Um, and then, but, you know, for sandy soil, you air, you know, but you've that, that water and those nutrients are leaching and moving through that profile. So what you want to do in a sandy soil is you want to build that CEC. You want to you want to build that uh, organic matter, and uh, you know in increase that CEC to be able to hold on to nutrients and stuff like that. So CEC is definitely key to look at at a soil test. Yeah, and that's one thing I've uh, I know somebody mentioned in here. A lot of soil tests don't include that, uh, which is unfortunate. But I think sometimes it doesn't just because. Um, a lot of the the more homeowner type soil tests, I think they try to keep it pretty basic just so they don't further confuse people. Because I think when, when homeowners getting a soil test, they're already overwhelmed most likely because uh, especially yes. if it's their first time getting a soil test, they're uh, even a first or second time, you know, they're, they're just like, all right, I've heard I need to do this. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to try to do my best to interpret it and do what I can with what I get. Right. And I think sometimes uh, it's just easy for people to get lost in the weeds sometimes. So maybe that's why some of the more homeowner-friendly type soil tests that don't include that, but include a lot of the macro micronutrient levels, uh, you know, is 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 on there. I think that's I think that's one reason why it's not on there is uh, just maybe to maybe not maybe to try to eliminate some of the the confusion from it. But I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, again, and I don't want to. I definitely don't want to get into a long-winded um, uh, soil test thing. I, I do take a little bit of issue with those super basic soil tests, and I, I know that there's a lot of affiliates out there, and, and I'm not one thing, you know. And I can get, I'm a little bit opinionated or whatever. In some of my videos, I get soapboxy. I've even joked joked about it before, where I pretend like I'm jumping off the soapbox, but by no means ever. Am I saying, dude, you are doing it wrong. What are you doing? Do this instead. I, I've got my opinions. I've got my my methods that I've used that have worked for me. I've got beliefs in, in, in um, you know, practices or whatever that I kind of ally myself with um, and, and stuff like that. But I think some of those, some of the soil tests that kind of simplify it to the point where you, 
a soil test shouldn't be my, it, the test says I'm lacking in this, so I, I got to go buy this and add this. You know, uh, my, my, my soil isn't performing correctly, so I got to go out. What do I do? What do I need to add? I think that's the wrong starting point. Sure. Um, I, I think that before you think about any kind of nutrient deficiencies, A, a soil test tells you that the nutrients are there. It doesn't tell you whether or not those are, 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 are plant available. It doesn't tell you anything about your your uh, biological activity in your soil. Um, it doesn't tell you, you know, maybe you. Anyways, I don't want to get into the long story there, but the 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 the, the whole thought process of I, I need to add this because my soil test says that is kind of not really the the way you should approach it. I think the first thing that you should do is is try to approach it from a physical property standpoint. Sure. You know, the, the, the worst possible thing there could be, and I'm pretty much talk, talking, you know, cool season, you know, people with, with clay soil, with clay rich soils, the first thing you need to do or sandy soil um, is, is again, that aggregation and, and getting air in your soil for the microbes to be able to do their thing. Mm -hmm. If you do not have air in your soil, then the microbes are not able to perform their functions and, 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 and which are many and key and everything in soil. Soil microbiology is everything in the soil. If you want to talk about pH, if you want to talk about mineralization, if you want to talk about nutrient cycling, disease and pest suppression, that all passes through the microbe, the plant microbe bridge. Um, you know, so looking at the soil test and wondering what I have to add, and then and then maybe your your grass is still not performing right. And then, you know, because those processes, those microbial processes aren't happening, maybe you are getting some, some pest and disease pressure. So what do you do? You're obviously going to go and reach for a fungicide or a herbicide. Um, instead of trying to, you know, do it in a holistic kind of way that, that is going to make the soil system function at a high level of, of, of total soil health to support that plant, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of throwing a lot of things at it. Then you get in a vicious circle. Now, all of a sudden, you have to use more fertilizer. Now, all of a sudden, you have to use more fungicides and pesticides, you know? So, anyway, I'm no, sorry. No, no, you're I, good. You're, you're good. <laughs> I think one thing, though, that I was just, you know, I I, I totally agree with you that it can be um, it, it can be looked at in a wrong way. Um, just like anything, when you get information about something, you can look at that information and not necessarily interpret it correctly. However, I do think it is important um, just the fact that people are going to go get a soil test, regardless of if it's one that's maybe really basic or one that's, you know, you're sending off to, you know, Waypoint or something like that, that's going to give you a lot of different information. The fact that somebody is going to spend the time to get a soil test, I think is that's one hurdle to, to get over. That's a good point. Um, and I think yeah. that's very important for because sure. I would, I, th I, I know this for a fact most homeowners, at least most homeowners that I know in my family or friends, they don't do soil tests. It's not something they do. All they do is just go, if, they, or if they're doing it themselves, they're just going to go grab a bag of fertilizer. They're going to follow like the four step, you know, whatever at, at their local hardware right. store. And that's going to, that's going to be it. Um, until they, you know, when they meet me, well, how do you do that? Well, um, I'm not a, pro by any means, but I have, you know, I just try to learn what I can from people much more intelligent than me and just kind of self-educate to a degree. But 
like I was saying, I think that's the biggest hurdle for that most homeowners, I think, need to get over is just getting a soil test period. Whether or not you read it right, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. But hey, at least you got a soil that's... test. Maybe next year, maybe next year you can get some more, you know, rings under your belt and you're actually going to use the soil test better the following years to tell you right. what it's right. actually telling you. Yeah, right. Take, you know, that's a good first step. And now take the time to, to, to learn, you know, what, 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 what is, how does calcium move in the soil? How, you know, is calcium a, a, a heavy mineral? How does phosphorus move in the soil? How is phosphorus, you know, uh, what, what, what's the way to, to, to make phosphorus plant available? You know, in terms of fanatics, you know, taking it to the next level or, or a homeowner that starts, starts with a soil test and then just keeps learning, you know, and going in that direction. But, you know, like I say, it's a good, it's a good report. It's a good set of numbers, especially, you know, really <laughs> the P, just knowing your pH would probably be the most beneficial thing to make sure that your pH isn't out of whack. And it, that all stems from basically a home that's in which that, that beautiful topsoil has been excavated. You know, that's maybe where you get into some, 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 some weird pHs and some weird, you know, some, some weird mineral uh, deficiencies or something like that, you know, but you know, it, it's a good set of yeah. numbers. They're 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 just precisely ambiguous. There's there's more to the story, man. Sure. But I don't I don't want to keep waxing on that. It, you know. No, you're good. You're good. I I think a lot of people are liking this uh this conversation, um and we have a couple a couple more questions coming in, um that I'm gonna hit on uh, lawn journeys. And if I just so everybody knows, if I missed your question, don't be afraid to put it back in there because. Sometimes it's just hard to keep up with everyone's questions, so I may skip over it, and that doesn't mean I wanted to skip over it. Throw it back down in the chat, and hopefully I'll ca we'll catch it again, and we'll we'll get get it answered. So I got this one right here. Go ahead, you got one. Yeah, yeah. Lawn right journeys. Here. He said, "Why do many of the DIY mail-in soil kits not include CECs? Is this a niche thing wherein they are trying to provide results within a certain price point?" I mean, I guess that's one thing. You could, I guess, you got to look at it from a you know. But don't forget, man. A lot of these soil tests are in cahoots with 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 the industry, man. With 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 chemical right. fertilizer and pesticides and all of that stuff, you know. Right. So that's just the world we live in. They're going to try to sell product like your soil. You're, you know, you you need to add this if you're, you know, who, if 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 your uh, boron is is right here, you know, your <laughs> so yeah. You know, the, the best thing you could do is is get that biology in that soil that's going to make all of those minerals available. There, there is no soil on the planet that lacks the minerals needed for plant growth. It's just a matter of if you can make it plant available or right. not. And that's come through that microbiology. Well, and that's one that's thing like, that beautiful for, soil in, for instance, on my soil test last year, uh, my biggest thing that I've been working on is the pH because I had an 8.3 of a pH here. Um, so it was really high. So that was one thing that, you know... I wasn't getting responses from any fertilizer I was putting down. So I would have to start oh, working yeah. on that because yep. it's not plant available. And that's something I really, I had not dealt with pH issues. So I didn't know all of that until this past year. I was like, Oh, I got a couple of questions to that. First of all, you're in Missouri, right? What is it? When, when was your house built? Uh, it was built in early 2000. Wow. Okay. It was actually. And it then, was. What, what, what's your soil like? Have you ever dug dug into your soil six inches or more? Yeah. So, uh, like, I, I actually just did a went around the yard the other day with my pro plugger uh, with my kids and was pulling up plugs just to look at it, see how the soil 
how it moist it was and everything given all the the precipitation we've been having and it's it's wet six all the way down to that six inch point um but i can tell there's a there's quite a bit of a color difference when you go like maybe the top uh two inches are a little darker and then when you get it down lower it looks more like a light brown uh yeah, i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't say red but it's just not nearly it's does it's not as dark as the top um right so and i i think that's just to your point like what you said earlier i think that's just a one of those things when they come in and, and develop that's it, what it was when yeah. they develop a neighborhood they scrape all of that because uh, they're regrading the land to have proper drainage right. and those types of things. So they're moving around a lot of soil. Right. And you could be technically where your house is built could could be like 15 feet deeper than it than it used to be. Like it, it, it could right, have been exactly. a big hill that was where your house was and they took the hill all the way down. And yep. now you're down really deep. And they, you know, if you're lucky, maybe you'll have a developer that puts uh, some decent topsoil i think p i think cats are getting cats are getting hip to to asking for that soil back yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean so my i mentioned when i moved in and bought our house in bolingbrook in 2008 or, or when i cracked my teeth on, on lawns and stuff it was you know it was built in 78 when they did the, the the peak of that where they they didn't care what 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 was the lawn what ah, they didn't care you know the base for that established lawn. Sorry, it's getting late, man. It's been a long You're day. Good. But I mean, there, there, there was rocks, construction debris, and this was built in 78, and I was still kind of pulling those things up or whatever. But yeah, that's high, but that's that's, that's exactly why. They took all of that beautiful topsoil away where, where the pH was awesome, where you probably, you know, you had some, I mean, out in uh, Bayou, you know, you, you, you're you developed, you know, you, you've got good soil there, and, uh, you know, you had all of that biological activity, you know, that, that beautiful organic matter in, in that top, those top horizons of your soil, you know, that's the microbes are, are creating that, 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 that pH. They're, they're lowering the pH because there's, you know, they're creating carbonic acid and, and, and natural occurring acids, slowly bringing that pH down and, and, and bringing it to where it needs to be. You know, that, that's all microbial as well, you know, in that beautiful topsoil. So when that goes away, and then they take all of that subsoil, you know, that, that, that had zero, not zero, but that had a much less biological activity in which that, that pH is naturally, you know, coming down to that, uh, to that more, more realistic level yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. That's, that's what most high pHs probably are, you know? Yeah. So, but you could lower it. You could lower it, man. Not only by just tossing stuff down, we got to get you some, uh, we got to get you the full diverse soil food web, Ben. Yep. All right. We got to get you the uh, bacteria, the fungi, the protozoa, nematodes, man. We got to get the micro macro arthropods. We got to get you. Do you have any earthworms in your soil? Or yeah. No? I mean, I've seen a decent amount. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I, 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 I know, I know when I did a lot of the landscape work, there was a lot of big fat guys in there. When I uh, removed those, those big bushes where I put my, those raised garden beds, there was a lot of, uh, dark soil underneath that and when i was using that soil to fill up my raised garden beds i tried to make sure to put that soil on top um because i did add soil to those i was just using um that other soil just to fill in the base of it but uh when i was removing those bushes i there was a lot of big 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 fat earthworms in there um and just like i said doing other landscape work removing some of the soil and stuff i i, I found you know 
several, but I know there's just additional work I can do each year to make things better and better. So, uh, yeah, man, exactly. Um, Lar- exactly. I'm going to butcher this name. Largy Mastermind. Uh, how do I get, uh, how do I get air in my soil? How do I get the microbial action going? Mark, I'll let you handle that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm sorry. I was trying to read along and then I'm kind of backed up. I see a lot of stuff. No, here. you're good. Um, what are the nat- what are the natural ways to correct your soil and not use the chemical stuff to get all the microbial activity and biological activity? Top dressing with compost. Keep using a lot of the uh, composted poultry manures that are out there, especially those maybe fed with a high calcium diet to help flocculate the clay. Um, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of great things available now. You know that you can continually input into your soil, and you you have to you have to. Watch the fungicides and pesticides and herbicides, and you have to watch the high analysis chemical fertilizers, the salt-based fertilizers with the, uh, the, the the high analysis nitrogen and phosphorus in it. That's all going to be detrimental to that mycorrhizal fungi. Mycorrhizal fungi are able to unlock phosphorus in our soil. We have enough phosphorus in our soils for hundreds of years. It's just, it, it's an easily tied up mineral. It's just a matter of how we how we unlock it and and the fungi play a huge part in that um but but the more you build you know keep keep adding carbon keep adding that organic matter keep keep um try try to be as holistic as you can and just keep building that topsoil um you know through through that process the 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 best possible way to build topsoil is what's called the liquid carbon pathway um the grass photosynthesis any plant has the ability to photosynthesize it takes carbon dioxide out of the air it takes sunlight energy, and it takes water from the soil, and it, 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 it converts that into certain compounds in which it builds itself, but it also takes a, I forget what the percentage is, it's a pretty high percentage of, of, of that, that liquid carbon in the form of glucose mainly, and it pumps it into the soil, um, and the mycorrhizal fungi, the arbuscular mycorrhizal fungi are kind of key in that. They, they, they intermingle with those roots, and they are able to to get that carbon into the soil while at this and they're feeding the plant in return for those root exudates. It's a two-way highway going on there. Um, and, and when you have that 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 micro the uh, the fungi, you know, doing that, they're able to to uh, um, convert convert that into a more stable humic polymer in our soil. They you know the 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 humic polymer is a microbial polymer. They're kind of reworking that. They're resynthesizing the, that that photosynthesis, photosynthate, and keeping it in, into a permanent carbon in our soil. That's true carbon sequestration. But 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 the caveat to that is is that when you use synthetic nitrogen and, and, and phosphorus, you're you're bypassing these natural these natural processes in the soil, and those roots aren't forming those mycorrhizal associations, as well as some of the bacterial you know, associations that, that are needed to, to, for, for, for that process. Um, you know, the, 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 the humus, it, the, the night humus is, 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 um, it consists of carbon, nitrogen, some sulfur and, and, and trace minerals, but the nitrogen that's in there has to be fixed biologically. That has to be a biologically fixed nitrogen. From the atmosphere, there, there's there's microbes. There, there's certain bacteria that take atmospheric nitrogen and convert it into a nitrogen that the plant can use. 
And that's why I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going full bore, no inputs, like I said a minute ago. And I'm, I, I, I'm confident in, in, to be able to do that. But uh, sure. because you get, when you've got that porosity, you've got that aggregation, you've got that beautiful, friable soil, you've got the ability for air to get in there. You've got that gaseous exchange going on with that atmospheric nitrogen. You know, when those, when those high-pressure fronts come in, that air can get down into the soil so that azotobacter can, can convert that, nit that, that, uh, that atmospheric nitrogen because it's not available to the plant or else we would, you know, we would never have to do anything. But that, that, that microbe is, is, is uh, converting that in there. So all, all of that, all of these, pro that, that's, you know, there's many more processes in associations. There's, there's, people are finding more out as we speak. Right now, soil microbiology and, and soil ecology is, I think I said this before, it, it's, it's like the new frontier. The new, it's like exploring space in the 60s when we built, or before that, I guess, when we started building stronger and stronger telescopes and you can see further out into the galaxy. It, it, it's amazing what they're cracking open since roughly, you know, the 80s. There was there was a, a soil one of the greatest soil microbiologists um, is uh, Elaine Ingham and she she kind of fought long and hard to kind of teach the conventional agronomy world that hey look there's there's biology in the soil and there's things going on there, there there's processes happening a lot of the things that are uh, conducive to plant growth and healthy resilient crops and plants everything that is all you know that that all has to do with with the microbial activity in the soil. So, you know, there's, again, you know, all, all the minerals are there in that parent material and all of those silicas, they're, they're there. It, it's a matter of those microbes creating the enzymes to pull it out of that material and feeding it to the plant in exchange for those root exudates. Anyway, what was the question? So I, uh, I'm going to come back to this because I want to get into tonight's segment because we're... It's, I think I, I got lost in this conversation, not lost, but like sucked into this conversation and forgot how much time has flown by. Cause we're already 50 minutes into this guy. Um, but I'm going to jump in real quick and we're going to come back to this, jump in with keyboard warrior segment. Oh, geez. Here um, we go he has uh, some really unique stuff tonight and I think it'll be a good, particularly a story about some stalkers. So, um, we're we're gonna get back into that and uh, see what he's got. So, Mark, I'm gonna jump into um, the, the you sent me a comment about uh, it was one of Jake's videos that uh, right. somebody made a comment about, and you swooped in and uh, <laughs> and corrected. I felt compelled. I usually don't, you know. I whatever i felt compelled i remember i remember the night i did it i was at work nine times out of ten when i'm at work i'm like you know what the yeah. hell Butter. so this is a little but this guy was picking on jake man it's jake he's like he's a young right. dude he's right. you know and there's some old ass man <laughs> well, you're doing it all wrong what the right fuck? so this is a yeah, little no. bit of a different comment or a different style than we've done in traditionally the last over the last couple of weeks not necessarily a comment that that Mark got, but we'll get to some interest, an interesting story Mark has for us in, in maybe, maybe. uh, <laughs> but, uh, this is, I don't know what video this was of Jake's, but this was the guy's comment. He said, lots to critique here. First off, why are you mixing at home and carrying in the back of a personal vehicle? 
what happens if it tips and spills what happens if your vehicle what if you're if you're in a vehicle accident why are you mixing on a concrete what? drive when is the last time you cleaned your equipment you need to look and act more professionally <laughs> in my opinion um yeah so there's the guy's comment then mark put his cape on and <laughs> striper man <came laughs> yeah that's right and he came in and said oh i didn't I probably should have blanked out his name. Oh, well. Uh, if this young man happens to get into an accident in a vehicle, the last concern would be whether or not his fertilizer product spilled in the car. As Jake grows, there's nothing wrong with giving him constructive criticism to help him develop. However, in, in my experience, a critique shouldn't take on such a negative tone as not to become counterproductive. Instead, your critique being composed mainly of the questions you asked, it would be beneficial for future reference to impart the information as a statement based upon your experiences and successes. Jake, keep growing and learning while staying enthusiastic. I thought this was really great because because the guy came back and responded yeah. <laughs> this way. After rereading my post, I concur with your assessment. My apologies... To the young man, I'm just a crusty old fart with over 50 years experience in the green industry. I should have been more positive, and I respect Jake for getting after it. So, yeah, yeah, and I can appreciate that. It's like, okay, cool, and it was, it was a success because I, I, you know, I'm not the like the anti troll guy, and I'm not I. I can go on here, like I just waxed about soil biology about how I just kind of despise a lot of the cyber zeitgeist you know a lot of times but you know i felt compelled to do it and then the guy apologized it was cool but you know i i don't that's i don't engage much ever at all like that you know but i just felt when he said about the car crash man if you're gonna get into a car accident i'm like you think he cares man about his bottle of fertilizer dummy Jesus. Well, but uh, yeah. So, well, I think the the yeah. true te the true thing about that when he said he's a crusty old fart in the industry for fifty <laughs> years, it's just like when Jake and I talked about last week. It's like these these yeah. old men, might have been the forty same guy. plus years older or whatever, come in and troll this. You know, at the time, probably a fifteen or sixteen year old, and it's like, dude, come on. I mean, what were right. you doing yeah, when um, you were his age? I bet you weren't doing what he's oh, doing. Dude, I was. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive, dude. Just put it that way. I was not. Jake is a, he's a driven kid. He's enthusiastic. He's very smart. I, when I was 15, dude, I just started my. Anyways, yeah, no, that that's a story for another time. I just started my mayhem at that <laughs> age. You know, I joked on that. I joked on the on the live feed that day. That's I was out there pushing over porta potties and running from the police, man. You know, but. Uh, Anyways, well, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I had to contribute, you know, so right on, but luckily I, I, I haven't had any, any, you know, it's been a bunch of nothing but love from these, from this lawn care community, man, especially kind of a guy like me who, again, is kind of just yappy and can maybe be soapboxy and a little bit different or whatever and makes the most world's most low budget, ridiculous videos that you watch and you'll never get that seven minutes back. <laughs> but, uh. You know, but it's been nothing but love from a lot of good people, man. It, 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 that blew me away, you know, the, the, the welcoming with open arms as far as that, that goes, you know, the lawn care community. So, you know, it, it's awesome. You know, I see a lot of these, you know, but I, I obviously don't have this subscribership and all of that to get a lot of random sure. negative comic, comments or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, no, to your point though, and I don't want to go down in that. I did. My, my one thing I had was an honest to goodness stalker guy that I knew. I fit. I, I literally knew this kid like a 25 year old guy or whatever. We, we, he, he got fired, you know, from, from our, from our, our place. And literally about a year later, he popped, he, you know, I, it, it, it's a touchy situation. And, and that goes back, it, it goes back to this whole keyboard warrior thing. It's the, the you can, you never know, you know, what, what's on the other end of that yeah. keyboard, a, what, what tone it was really written in, what the context right. was, or B, what kind of person this is. But my, my, my keyboard warrior was this actual, like Jeremy spoken class today, trench coat mafia, like psycho kid, you know, and, he a year later after being fired that we fired him you know he he popped up on my channel just with these long crazy rants like more than just like this guy like hey dude you're doing it wrong this guy was like this this guy's evil he's evil he fired me from the job he's evil or whatever it got weird it it got weird so i don't know i don't even really want to continue waxing on that but just my my advice would be to Depending on what the comments are, man, just don't engage. I think most people, most people don't, you know, but there have been there for the most part there. I I try to be, I try to kill them with kindness. Now there have been times, there have been times where people just caught me on the wrong day and I'm like, I'm tired of this. And I may like, you know, respond back with a short snarky response or something like that. (laughs) But in general, I usually try to be like, okay, I can't, I, I just need to, you know, these guys may not. Maybe they're having a bad day and they just are taking it out of me. Anyway, I just need to be, I try to kill people with kindness. And like I said, I've made mistakes of just, I know I've responded some, you know, once or twice with some short snarky responses and, you know, we're not not perfect. It's it's your channel, you know? So, right, right. But no, this was crazy. I, you know, I I contemplated whether or not, you know, I'm a 45 year old man. I'm not going to engage, you know, in this. And and I could have just been like, Dude, you're a fucking idiot. I'm gonna call you, dude. You're, you know, I'm gonna shake this shit out. Yeah. But, it, but this kid is such. It was such a weird kid. You know, honestly, and I, I, he's got some things going on. You know what I mean? He's maybe not all computing right or whatever. And 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 just I, I whatever. But it, it was nasty. I actually I, I I called the police. I knew where he lived. I called the police in his town. I'm like, look, man, can you just go to this kid's house? And because he lives with his parents, he makes these, he, he does all of these goofy videos in his parents' basement. He mocks me in his videos. It's been a while. Um, but uh, I, I go to the cops I, and I'm just like, can you, can you like call him in front of his parents or like knock on his door to, during dinner time, you know, when the parents are eating dinner with him and, 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 and go, hey, stop, you know, stop doing this stuff on, on Mark's YouTube channel. What are you doing? You know, I, I wanted to do something to like, affect them without going over there and shaking the sure, shit out of them. Anyways, sure. I digress, man. Yeah. It, it, it was lame, dude. I, I, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. You know? So, um, that's my keyboard warrior story. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to jump back over for a little bit longer on some of the soil stuff we were talking about because, uh, you know, I'm, for anybody in the chat, I'm, I'm not a professional. I don't claim to know really a whole lot. I just have some experience in as a DIYer and, and learning from a lot of more educated people than myself um, and that actually work in the industry. Uh, Mark, you're 
are you like just very are you i know you're not a professional in the industry you're just a lot you're just all self-educated right you've just done a lot of your own reading oh, yeah, and yeah. and those types of things is that where you've gathered a lot of your info it's some call it a sickness sure. <laughs> honestly dude I, I go down deep rabbit holes to to a fault my neck is constantly kinked like that just a lot of reading there's a certain you know, in this day and age with the information that's out there and available at your fingertips, whether it's a recorded, you know, webinar, seminar, a symposium, whatever, you know, a nice, juicy two-hour, you know, seminar on the liquid carbon pathway or, you know, or, or read other literature, you know, scientific literature that's cited. And then you can go into all of those other citations yep. and, and read these actual abstracts. And then I'm going to say it, don't don't hate me, but Wikipedia is, is good as a cross-reference. Wikipedia gets a bad rap, right, because anybody can write anything they want, they say. But in the world of botany and, and a lot of sciences, man, there, there's good information there to cross-reference sure. it. You know, I, I, would, I wouldn't, you know, uh, utilize that as your sole, uh, um, you know, learning method right. or whatever. But it's a great cross-reference, you know, books. We used to have these paper things. They were they had a cover. They were like paper pages, books, right? Books, books. Yeah, they, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Right, right. They were actually written by professionals, like long time life life's work professionals. Mm -hmm. and, and to your point, people in, in in certain industries, certain sciences. Um, you know, so that that's a good starting point. You know, in, in all of the internet stuff I mentioned, you know, YouTube is a good way to kind of, you know, t take what you've read and kind of put it in a, in a, in a clearer context or, or light, especially in terms of, I, you know, I did the corny thing where I retired from YouTube seven, eight months back or whatever. I got yanked back in here with, uh, with the Rob from turf therapy, the lawn tool FLT turf thing and the John collaboration or whatever. But so I'm back in the mix, but, uh, no, I, um, in, in that time, I, I a part of the, the reason why I stepped back is I wanted to learn botany, you know, my, all my native flora, you know, basically the, the, the taxonomy uh, discipline of botany on, on all of my native vegetation. I'm super obsessed with it. I love it. Um, that's, that's where my passion is now kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier. My love of, of, of herbaceous perennials and, and, and native grasses and, and native forbs and all of that stuff and ecosystems and prairie stewardship, you know, it, it, my, that's where my love of this has, has taken me. You know, like I said, going back, I kind of have passively been working on this since 2003. You know, we grow up in our parents' yard with that, that beautiful rolling green. We're smelling that soil. We're smelling that grass. We've got nature kind of ingrained in our, in our DNA. And then, you know, you could either keep doing lawn care and striping it up and being into it. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. It's your yard. It's your, it's your land. It's everything. You know, I might be the only person in this universe that, that cares about both. But again, I've got my distinct methodology. You know, I, I'm going completely input free this year. I'm sorry, I got off track. Though. What no, was the, you're, what was you're the good. I was just talking to you, uh, talking to you about, uh, uh, dang, what were you talking about? What did I? Oh, no, the, just put the reading yeah, and learning. There you I'm go. sorry, dude. The reading and the learning, you know, it. it it's one good thing. We were just talking about keyboard warriors and how lame the cyber zeitgeist can be, you know, and how much you can get caught up in this thing. But, I mean, it does have its benefits. I feel like I've gotten, you know, a lot of great information in like a, 
a legitimate education in some regards on some of this, you know, my, my, you know, that, that kid that was pushing over porta potties and running for the police <laughs> and spending nights in the jail cell, man, you know, I, at 45 years old, I never would have thought I'd be talking about, you know, our muscular mycorrhizal fungi and that liquid carbon pathway, but that's a beautiful symphony, yeah. dude. Soil. Um, yes. so I have, I, and maybe we can tie these two questions together. I have a question, but I want to give it this to elevated landscapes. He said, um, Mark, what's up? What's your take on sustained or controlled release fertilizers and their place in a lawn program? By sustained release, I assume you mean the, the like hyper coated. I, yeah, I would assume uh, like the, the, the synthetic like coated massive yeah coating. I, like the the six the, the six months yeah. beating like super coating that's what i would think i think that you know there, there's a lot of invariables involved in that you know well what if you have some unexpected weather event what if there's you know there, there, there's a lot of invariables as to whether or not that you know could work as the bag states like a one and done six month sure. fertilizer that, that that's a lot to kind of hedge your bets on <clears throat> You know, but I think in terms of the, the, the guy that, you know, we, we got to remember, man, we're, we're all fanatics or, or, you know, there's, there's some professionals and stuff in this, uh, turf care industry in, in, in yourself, Ben, and in everybody else in this chat, you know, are our lawn fanatics. You got to remember and think back to like, or not even think back, man, cause you, you had the interest you wanted to get into it. You got into it. You learned it. Like we just talked about, you soak up all the information you can. You read books um, or books. But, uh, you know, the, the, the there's a lot of people still out there that maybe want to have, you know, but, but they don't want to, like, mow. They don't care about stripes so much. They don't want to be out there in the heat getting stung by bees and mowing. and But they want to have something, Yeah, you know, so... And they, they, they don't they don't have a broadcast spreader. They don't want to fertilize, you know. They want to spray and pray or whatever. Is that? But uh, so you know, something like that might work for that person. You know. I got you. I, I think it, I think it's good in that regard. Um. So I was you mentioned earlier uh, having a, a a holistic approach um, to the you know your lawn care and those types of things. And we talked about a lot of you talked about a lot of things in that. It's um, that I think a lot of newbies can get, uh, you know, maybe lost in what is a, is there is, what is a basic way for you to kind of explain a, a, a holistic way, uh, to approach that for lawn care for your, you know, first time homeowner DIYer. A first time homeowner DIYer that wants to start pursuing a lawn and wants, and, 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 and wants to do it holistically. Yep. You got to, you got to have, you know, maybe you've got, maybe that's just your belief. Maybe you're, you know, whatever, maybe you've got pets, kids, you don't want to put a lot of toxic chemicals down. Honestly, the first thing I would say in terms of lawn holistically would be the mowing practices. I, I think that you could have, I mean, it is, this is like super holistic, like minimal, minimalist. Mm -hmm. You could have a decent looking lawn. You know, if you just mow it right. well, you know, and then maybe I, I've seen these weed whacker things. What are these weed whackers all about? I'm going to get a, you know, whatever I'm going to, I'm going to trim around the sidewalk. Well, wow, this looks good. Even if you've got a lawn with 30% weeds in it, 
it, and you do a decent job of trimming it and making it look good, it looks good from the yeah. street, man. And you can enjoy it. If it's a decent lawn that's, you know, I, I've said it before early in my videos. You got to ask yourself what you can that's live right. with. Can you live with a few weeds? Is it going to really kill you to have a weed? It probably is a lot of people because the golf course lawn thing and all of that stuff is big now and perfection, you know, is a thing. You know, don't get mad at me, everybody, but lawn care has this kind of sterile thing to it. The tightest, the tightest um, edges, the tightest edges, the most distinct stripes. Yeah. The perfectly balled out trimmed hedges. Yeah. Maybe a few dahlias here and there for some color, but everything's pretty horticultural neatness so um, so, so what can you live with can you live with a few weeds but have a nice landscape maybe you you learn about perennial you, know, you learn about you know some of the landscaping piece you learn about some of the plants herbaceous perennials mm -hmm. put some stuff down and you can still take care of your lawn without having to dump anything on it so with with you, you know, saying that uh it reminded me of what left tool said earlier on in the chat that i had just didn't get to he said um, I got one for you, Mark and Ben. What are your ideas on bringing our worlds together, bringing the purest style together with those of us who love to over manicure a green lawn? Because that's what you were just talking about. Like, honestly, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Although when I said I'm the only person in the universe, I'm telling you, dude. And I think that's Matt. Uh, Matt. Matt. Uh, dude, I'm dude, I'm having a Matt Martin. Yes. You know, I think he gets lambasted by, 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 by the people that I do ally myself with. Again, my love of nature, prairies, blah, blah, blah. I love that. It, 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 it's beyond my lawn care. My lawn is, I love it. I love my lawn. Okay, so this is what it is. It, they can exist. But those people have a hard time breaking the other people on the other side, the naturalists, the, the, the wildlife-friendly gardeners, the, the, the pollinator-friendly gardeners, the... You know, the, the, the hardcore, they will tell you to kill your lawn. There is no biodiversity. There is no benefit to a lawn. They will tell you that there is, you know, that there is, you know, they'll, they'll tell you to grow vegetables yeah. in your front yard. They'll, they'll tell you to turn your front yard into a prairie. And I've seen people do that. And it's fucking awesome, dude. I love, I love it. I I just swore. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, I love it. It's ridiculous. There's this one girl on Instagram. She's got a weird long handle. Benjamin Voigt something, Monarch Butterfly something. She turned her front yard into a prairie in like a modern day subdivision. It's crazy. People would be like, what in the hell is that? But anyways, those people hate lawns, man. But they can both exist. If, if you could get as holistic and natural as you can by trusting those natural processes and building the soil. And more specifically, that soil food web, the, 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 the life that's in the soil, man, is key. You can do it over time. Like I said, I've been, I can't say 2003 because I was doing it passively here, you know, but I've been doing it in this lawn for long enough now where I have weaned off of the, the high analysis chemical fertilizers. You know, I, I don't put the, the, the killicides down anymore. And, and I've got that, that soil structure, the porosity. The ability to 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 have air get down in that soil, so those those free living nitrogen fixing bacteria can do their thing. So water can be held, dude. We've got all of this snow out there. We've got I've got 15 inches of snow. This is a beautiful type of snow melt. First and foremost, 
people that are bummed out about the snow that want to get out in their yards, and I am there with you, but this is the type of snow melt that is going to stay deep down in those micropores come the middle of summer. If you've got that proper soil aggregation, especially at depth, if you've got a beautiful topsoil and your soil is well aggregated deep down past that root zone, past the rhizosphere, you're holding that, that interstitial fluid down there. This beautiful snow melt is, is, is a gift that's going to be in those little tiny pores, man, in capillary action when we need it most because my roots go down deep looking for that. And they've got that arbuscular mycorrhizal fungi connected to it, not only getting those nutrients in that water deep down, but it's also connecting to each other. It's connecting other grass plants. There's a mycelial network going on down there. That's just the tip of the iceberg with soil biology, man. You want to talk about pH. You want to talk about mineralization. You want to talk. I said all of that. No, you're I'm good. I've, I I'm just, repetitive. I, and I think everybody in the chat is, is loving this right now because even Matt is in here. He says, Matt, or, I love your passion, Mark. Uh, and then Nestor Reyes says, I like how Mark keeps it real. I, I could I think uh, most of us if not all of us could listen to you talk about this all night long just because uh I told you dude this is gonna be a three hour <laughs> podcast tonight. I my wife I because I, I my it's just so I mean we it's that's why I really like what you do even though you even though you're not thank you by the way by the way thank you to everybody I mean that means a lot, man. Super, super humble. Because you're, I don't care that you're not a huge YouTuber. I think that's what adds so much benefit to you. And that even if you were to become a huge YouTuber, I don't think you would let that get a, get a, in the way of of your passion. Because I think that's what draws people to you, uh, and that's why I think so many people like what you do. Is because people like when people are passionate about something. Uh, they like it even more when they're it's passionate about something that's good. Obviously, if you're passionate about something that's not, no one's going to like that. But uh, <laughs> I'm passionate about murder. No. But uh, <laughs> yeah, your, no, that's, that's your awesome. passion is what I think you know really sucks people in. Um, and I I totally just woke up my kids down here from yelling about bugs in the ground. Did you just get in trouble? Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I think my two year old's crying up there. Oh, well, I start talking loud and my veins pop out of my neck and stuff. I'm sorry. No, honestly, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the, the kind words, man. Definitely. I agree, dude. You got to get passionate about, about, uh, about stuff. Well, and that's what you said. No, and learn it, learn it, learn it in and out. You know, that's what you said in your, in your last video. You said, uh, I can't remember how you worded it, but you said, I may not know, um, all about this or all about something X, Y, or Z, but I know a lot about being passionate about something and i it 100 that's exactly it yeah yeah i did i was walking through a little yeah. uh, nature preserve by my house and i was kind of trying to wax poetic on on certain binomial nomenclature i'm trying to learn the 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 latin the latin um names of a lot of my native flora here um and i started talking about it and then i kind of mentioned the guy who started it back in 1700 um um, Charles Linnaeus, not Charles, J Billy Bob, Billy Joel Bob Linnaeus. I don't remember his first name. It's his last name was Linnaeus, a French dude. But and that that was my point. I couldn't remember his name, and I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know everything. I'm still learning this. I'm not an expert, but I can, I'm an expert in passion at least. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, look, you know, and you, that's what you got to do. And that's a lot of these lawn geeks. Sorry, I just called you guys geeks, but lawn, lawn, you know, lawn geeks are. Are super passionate too, man. You know, it's a uh, all all of 
all of these, uh, you know, these, these clubs, man, these, these groups, you know, you, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to be a part of, I feel lucky that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm humbled by the, uh, the kind words, man, you know, so. Well, super. There's a couple of homies I haven't seen in here in a minute, though, dude. Where, where are some of these guys? Are they laying in the shadows, waiting for the sun to shine and the grass to green up? Like, a, where's the Wisconsin homie? Where's the Jason G? I don't know. Dude? I don't know. I miss that big man, dude. Where's, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some people. There's, when I took that, that, that little step away, and I plan on kind of stepping back into that again. I, I want to keep learning botany. I, I really want to, and I started doing it for a minute when I kind of got yanked back into this thing. For, and, and this goes back to me, like the sickness of, of just going down these rabbit holes and learning this stuff is, is for me, is be, and being able to talk quiet so my kids don't wake up. Dude, my wife's going to hate the shit out of me, buddy. <laughs> um, but for me, it, it's finding a way to regulate it. To regulate it, dude. I have a hard time regulating it. Dude. Yeah. And that's a, the main reason why I stepped away from it, um, among other reasons or whatever. It just got... A little bit stale you know but 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 mostly time constraints um for just being like i do everything on my phone man i shoot it i edit it i do all my learning studies on this phone i'm constantly just kinked and i have to tear myself away from it but i think what i was getting at was that i want to find a way to be able to do my content since when do they call this stuff content <laughs> i want to do my content um my content i would like my content to be strictly instagram it kind of started i said at the beginning of this long-winded rant here a long time ago when we first started this thing that long creeps limited started merely as taking a paint marker and just writing long creeps limited on on my uh pruner sheath just as something crazy and weird and fun to do you know and going to like a plant sale or like going out to a uh like a garden club you know get together thing a garden walk and then they're looking at this weird dude, this 45-year-old guy that's wearing a, a Germs t-shirt. Germs is a punk rock band from the early 80s. And he's got this freaking pruners that, with the sheath that says Lawn Creeps Limited on it. That's how it started, you know, on, on Instagram. Um, Instagram rules. I still love Instagram. I love photography. I love, I love, um, I love just the still photo and being able to caption it. There's some people out there making amazing Instagram content um <laughs> in the way in the way that they can do it so efficiently yeah. um and i want to find a way to do like a two-minute movie but just have it be like in a picture sure. and 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 have it be um just so so uh you know to, to the point and that that's the challenge as i was making youtube videos i tried more and more and more to get them to a certain if you can get a youtube video at literally like three minutes, man, two minutes, but have it be this most like profound thing, then you win. Yeah, you win. Fuck the oh, you're good. What, you're you're good. You know, he said, it says the guy that's doing a two like a three hour live podcast, but but <laughs> you know the, the seventeen minute, eighteen minute videos yeah. are are over, brother. No, <laughs> I hundred percent agree with that. I think that uh, five minutes and under. And good with that being good, I I think good content. I think uh, yeah, that's the golden ticket. Uh, I wanted to jump over in the chat really quick. Uh, Super TA, he said after hearing that, uh, I'm actually happy to see the snow covered lawn. Thanks for sharing that. 
Uh, Lawn Journeys had a quick question. He said, Mark, what is, uh, what is Mark's recommended read, uh, book or online, to break into uh, this area of soil slash plant science? A 101 book or site, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. That's an awesome question. I have thought about compiling a, a massive read list. There's a lot. I mean, off the top of my head, you know, is what, on what? On soil plant science. I mean, I think a good place to start with soil biology, what cracked my skull open was the woman who fought lo- the, 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 the woman who had fought long and hard against conventional agronomy to get, to get soil biology accepted. In, in, in the 80s and, and is still is still instrumental in it is, is Elaine Ingham. I don't think she's written anything. Uh, she, she actually wrote she wrote for the US Department of Agriculture. She wrote the section on soil biology. And again, you know it's not just books. It's you know Google something. see what pops up, not some some uh, you know some 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 good um, studies and, and, and scientific research papers are online. Mm-hmm. And other good articles, you know, and kind of going back to, uh, you know, YouTube, YouTube is, um, I'm sorry, I don't want to get off subject. So books, as far as actual books, I'm trying to think, I do want to compile this. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, some of, some of the ones I like a lot. So David R. Montgomery, David R. Montgomery is, is a geologist turned kind of soil, soil biologist, soil ecologist. Again, Dr. Elaine Ingham. Roy Archuleta. There's a movie on Netflix called Kiss the Ground, and, and, and two good dudes that I love are on that, besides Woody Harrelson that uh, narrates it, is uh, Roy Archuleta. I'm sorry, Ray, Ray Archuleta. He's kind of a, a, a an early proprietor of, of, of soil health and, and, and soil biology and, and natural systems. And also Gabe Brown. I, I recommend Gabe Brown to a lot of people because he's... And, and, and a lot of the stuff that I learn in get enthralled with in soil is agriculture um you know and gabe brown is one of the longest standing you know regenerative farmers he's actually a rancher he, he does animals he does um you know crops um and, and he's one of the longest standing in, in the u.s uh, no-till regenerative um you know land management people so it, it's it's he's in that movie you can catch it on netflix it's called kiss the ground and he's such a badass dude it's, I, I get chills down my spine man when i either read about this stuff and I've, I've seen stuff on youtube with gabe doing like ted talk type stuff but gabe and for whatever reason in the context of this like like legitimate documentary it was like going to a concert and watching like kiss dude. It was, <laughs> i'm not even a big kid honestly i'm not a huge kiss man but i don't mind sure. him, of course but but going and just it, it was it was so awesome to watch gabe in, in, in that particular movie but he's He's someone maybe that the grass geeks can can relate to because he's he's kind of the uh, the practice behind the science, and he'll tell you, man, you, you got to watch after the microbes, dude. You got to watch the toxic chemicals, man. I'm gonna start crying, dude. I love it. Uh, well, um, yeah. anyways, I'll I'll compile a list. One of yeah, these that days, would man. be. There's a lot of good that'd stuff. That'd be out awesome. There. Um, but actual book wise, book wise is uh, yeah. David David R. Montgomery has written some good books. My personal favorite, and I don't want to keep going on on this, but you know, again, you got to kind of take it from from all over. But it's an Australian soil ecologist by the name of uh, um, Christine Jones, 
who I think is the most mind-blowing. It just like melted my brain, cracked my skull wide open to all of this. And, and uh, I wish I could pursue it. I wish I can get involved in that. But I'm a 45-year-old grocery store manager, dude. I, All you Jake the Lawn kid, kids out there, man, get, stay passionate about this. Don't get in trouble. Stay good and, 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 get, and, and, and go there, man. I mean, there's no doubt obviously that Jake is going to go in that direction and that's awesome to see, you know, so I, it's never too late. I, I might, uh, I might pursue some things, uh, as far as actual legitimate studies and maybe, you know, get in, get into some of that. But for me, it's a passion. It's a hobby. You know, I get, I, I'm a, I wear many hats with hobbies, you know, but anyways, I'm no, sorry. You're good. I'm really rambling you're off good. now, man. I'm trailing off. Well, Mark, uh, I want to, yeah, I want to just like thank you for coming on tonight, uh, and I, and I hope, of course, man, thanks for. I hope, me, I hope the the things that you see in the chats about people that just really respect what you do uh, with with your your videos and what you do on Instagram. I hope that's. I'm sorry that I've been so shitty on these uh, on these comments. No, 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 no. You're good. Like I said, it's it's uh it's a balancing act on these shows. It's it is kind of challenging to make sure you're watching the chat and trying to keep up with people, make sure you're paying attention to that and, you know, listen to the conversation. Um, you know, that's all good. I, like I said, this is the 12th show I've done it and I still have a hard time catching everybody and, and excuse me and making sure I don't yeah. forget somebody or forget a question. And I'm sure I missed plenty of that tonight. So, um, but what I was saying is I just hope tonight was, I hope it was, it was a good night for everybody just to, to listen to you, Mark, uh, Mark and I talk about this stuff cause Mark's got a plethora of knowledge and Mark, I hope, like I was saying, I hope this stuff was just, uh, the things people say about what you do was, uh, encouraging for you, uh, to keep doing what you're doing, even though it's just a hobby for you. I hope, I hope one day it does grow into something that you can, you know, leave the grocery store stuff in the past and jump into this stuff that, you know, isn't just a pa it's a ha passion and hobby now, but I know those types of things can lead to, much greater things, uh, you know, in people's yeah. lives. Oh, thank so. you. I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. And I don't, I'm not trying to sound like I'm, Oh no, 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 not at all. I missed the, miss the boat, man. You know, I, the, 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 the industry that I'm in, the grocery industry has taken care of me for sure. You know, I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, regrets. I've had a few, but then again, do a few to mention, just like Sid Vicious said on top of, uh, Frank Sinatra. But, uh, no, no, honestly, yeah, you know, you never know. You never know what it'll develop. You never know, you know, I, that's the thing. I don't want to pre, you know, manifest destiny, anything. I, I'm just waiting for the next phase. I am as sick of this winter as everybody else. I do want to get into the prairies. I want to get into every preserve in DuPage and Cook County I can. I, I do want to, you know, accept my own personal challenge of, of zero input, hashtag zero input challenge. Uh, ben, put it out there, dude. Um so, but no, no, I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. That means a lot, man. You never know what'll happen. Just kind of go with the flow. Just like you said, man, about the average Joe Lonk here show, we shoot from the hip and stuff and we see what happens. That's the way we've always right. done it. And it's been nothing but good things, man. But, uh, I mean, if you want to keep waxing, I'll wax all night, man. We, we, we just started getting in. No, I know. And I know. And I, I like <laughs> my, my daughter, my two-year-old was crying up there, but I think she went back to bed, man. My wife's going to be best, best. <laughs> But no, I feel like I could talk about this for, for, you know, eight hours. Um, and that's why I hope I can have you on again at some point in the future, because I think we can pick up right where we left off. Um, 
but yeah. I I do want to kind of start wrapping the show up. If if for everybody that is in the <laughs> is in the chat, and if you don't know about Mark's channel, you can find his info in the description of this video. He's on YouTube, Instagram. Go follow him. Give him. He he does some really cool stuff. Um, and you know, just show him some love. Thank you. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, don't uh. To, to make sure this video gets spread more on YouTube, make sure you give a thumbs up uh, if you liked what we did tonight. If you didn't, don't feel like you need to give a thumbs up. I don't mind at all. Just uh, reminding people if you wouldn't mind. Um, but Mark, I know I, I, I asked this for everybody before we end the show. Is there anything, any ideas, plans you kind of got coming up for the year on this hobby aspect that you do on YouTube and Instagram that you might be able to give us a little taste of or, or share with us a little bit? Well, yeah, yeah. Like I said, man, I mean, I do want to keep it pretty, 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 uh, shoot from the hip. I'm just dying to get back out there for me. I want to get hev more heavily involved in prairie stewardship. Um, again, learning all my native flora, do that whole thing in terms of my own yard. Um, I did plant kind of a micro prairie in my yard, and I'm really interested to see how that develops. I've got a lot of different species of, of native uh, grasses and, and, and forbs and stuff like that. I would like to get some of that on video. I would like to capture my yard at a few times during its peak season. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my yard. I think that I, there's a few pictures on Instagram that, you know, kind of maybe show show it. I've got a lot of individual pictures of like various, you know, flowers and stuff like that and and, and, and uh, grasses and, and other things like that. But um, I do kind of want to do like a tour uh, as far as that goes. I do want to get involved in the actual the garden tour if COVID doesn't shut that down and maybe I'll film that. I don't know. Um, there is a, I've got, <laughs> I've got this, I've got my, <laughs> I've got my end um, filmed already of, 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 of a, of another collaboration with, uh, and I don't want to let any cats out of the bag here, but me and John kind of did that collaboration thing a while back, yep. John Perry. Um, where he called me and I was talking on my toy, uh, on my Merlin phone, man. <laughs> I've got all my 70s electronic handheld games back here. But I, I have another one. I have another one that we may or, you know, may not do. I love it. I'll, I'll give a little tidbit only because I, I love this thing. And if, if he doesn't want to do it, I'll obviously release it anyways. But I'm walking around town on this on this toy phone, <laughs> just waxing, just spitting about microbes and, and soil ecology. And I'm going into like the grocery store. I, I went, I, I got my hair cut. I sat down at my barber and she was pretending to cut. She was pretending to cut my hair. I had the robe and everything on and I'm talking about soil microbes. <laughs> I did one where I was, and then I walk into the taco shop down the street and I order my tacos and I'm talking about microbes. It's going to be cool, dude. I would love, you know, that. I, I completely just let the cat out of the bag on that, which is pretty no, ridiculous, you're good. but, um, Nobody, so nobody that, watches my show anyway. It's okay. <laughs> they sure, dude. You're getting you. You got good at this. The conversational piece, just kicking it around, two dudes talking. That's cool, man. You know, I, I can appreciate. You know, a lot of the grass geeks, they want to talk equipment. They want to talk what lawnmower you're using, what product, dude, and what are you throwing down, and this and that. You know, but to kind of talk, maybe and go into a different direction is a good thing too. You know, that kind of goes almost. Kind of what the, the theme of what yep. we've been talking about you know where where's lawn care going to take you you know to the you got a dude like like striper man keith god bless that guy i'm so glad he downed the cape and cowl again came to his true calling but you know and he's an older gentleman you know he's a, he's a distinguished a distinguished mask wearing gentleman and uh you know but and that's cool you know 
it's an awesome pastime for, for for that age bracket as well. But to the to the new to the newbie homeowner that that gets hyped on this, that's right. Are you gonna? I mean, at least you know, try to go a little bit more you know natural process, holistic, regenerative, whatever you want to call it. Sure. I kind of made a big deal about calling it organic. My take on organic has changed over the last you know year or so. You know, organic. You don't have to be so hardened on organic. Um, you know, you, you got to be kind of nimble um, or, or no-till. You know, no-till, there might be times you have to till. You know, if you've got a severely compacted soil and you're looking to throw fertilizer on it. You know, you there's so many things that can happen, you know, detrimental with a compacted soil. It, it, it's like one molecule away from being a, a deadly greenhouse gas. Mm -hmm. If you've got a, a, a heavily, severely compacted soil and you don't know jack shit and you're throwing and you're throwing fertilizer down on it you know you're, you're creating nitrous oxide man you know there, there's no oxygen here as well that goes back to what we were saying and we unfortunately i rambled on about some other crap and wasn't able to talk about that beautiful air in the soil being the most key component man before anything as far as like fanaticism Oh shit! I'm rambling, dude. No, you want to go? You're good. You're good. <laughs> I'll stop. I, the whole point of this show tonight was I was just going to turn the camera and just let it roll. <laughs> uh, my jaws are getting sore. My I got cotton mouth, man. I'll be you're like, you're good. Microbes, microbes. The the, be the beautiful thing about this is that uh, it's live, so anybody can go back and listen to it as they please, and they can listen to half of it, a quarter of it at a time, however they want. It's no big deal. I can't wait to listen to myself on Spotify and go, oh. You're going to be all over Spotify. But, uh, I love it. I love it, dude. All With, with all of my favorite musicians. Um, what was I going to say? But anyways, yeah, no, we don't need to get into that. But that, I mean, it would be, I, I would I would like to wax on soil, you know, health. It's those simple physical properties of soil yeah. that we need to look after and, and get after first and foremost. And learn learn your soil texture. Learn, learn what soil structure is. What is soil? You know, nine out of ten people, well, maybe not nine, seven out of ten people might not even know what soil structure is. They, they kind of use soil structure, soil profile, and, and soil something or other interchangeably. And it's technically three different, you know, it's different things. A soil texture is what you're composed of. It's that parent material, which also has an influence on pH, you know. So if you kind of know what kind of a, a, a soil texture you have, what it's the relative abundance. It's the mixture of sand, silt, and clays that you have, the proportions. Right. And there is a fun test you can do with that. I did that soil series. I tried to have fun with it. But you can tell I don't have it down here anymore. You can take a jar and do the old school soil texture test. It's fun. It's fun to do with kids or whatever. The funnest part for me was going in my crazy OCD self, looking at every single possible jar at the grocery store to see if it's the perfect shape for my soil texture. <laughs> but anyways, you could do a soil texture. I, I bought these Polish pick, these like imported Polish pickles. It was the ultimate jar. I took the pickles out. I did not eat any because they, or I tried one. It was disgusting. I, but anyways, dude, you, you can do an old school soil texture test. That's fun. And then you kind of know what your soil texture is. And then you can learn what the structure is. Dig down deep into your soil. Feel it, crumble it. What's it like, man? Is it well aggregated? A well aggregated soil is key to everything, you know. And then that goes hand in hand with that, with that organic matter, the CEC, the buffering, all yep. of that stuff. You know, it, it's simple physical properties of soil that 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 are a good start for that next level of fanaticism. You know, and, and the soil test is there. It gives you the good set of numbers. 
there's some good things on there, which is, you know, and, and stuff like, ah, oh, dude, you want to go, man. I'm no, like, you're fine. You're go. good. Oh, I want to give a, a, a very special thank you to elevated landscapes. Thank you so much uh, oh, for the super chat. I very much appreciate yeah. that. Um, Cam, thank you, man. Cam's a good guy. Everybody. I said it earlier in this thing. It was so awesome watching and I'm over here kind of talking about how soil tests don't tell you the hell story. I'm kind of shit talking soil tests a little bit, but I'm just kidding. They're good to do it in <laughs> camp, but Cam's Cam's soil test video was smooth. It was the smoothest video I've ever seen, man. I watched it and I'm bobbing my head to the instrumental and before I know it, it's over and he just, he delivered the information smooth. Dude, it was awesome. What? Well, uh, I, mean, I don't want to geek out on him. I'm not trying to geek out on him, man. But it was it's worth watching. No, that's and, okay. I I think that's yeah. good to, to always shout out some uh, people that sure, made good content sure. that you really you know appreciated and liked. Uh, everybody, go check out Elevated Lawnscapes. Uh, I have not seen that. I've watched a few of his videos, but I have not seen his soil testing video. In fact, I just recently subscribed to his channel just before it was earlier this week. I don't know why I didn't know of his channel, but I do now. So um, go check it out. You know, a lot of that, uh, and, 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 you know, I like to try to be an honest guy, pretty straightforward and direct or whatever, but, you know, there, 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 there are certain conveyors of, of certain information that maybe is a little bit too wordy, a little bit too... Again, we talked about the time, the time, the actual yeah. time, 17 minutes, 14 minutes, a little, you know, whatever. And you're kind of, and you, there's maybe a little bit too much going on. Sure. I think, I think his soil test video was like maybe six or seven minutes. It was, right it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. So, well, yeah, dude. Um, uh oh, low battery. No, you're, oh, you got low battery. You still got me, dude. I'm running out of battery and it was at 100%, dude. I drained my battery. Nice. Well, um, I am going. I'm going to Anyways. wrap up the show here. Um, Mark, thank you again for tuning in, everybody. Thanks so much for for coming on with us tonight, uh, and you know, listening to Mark chop it up for us tonight because that was, uh, I this is one of my favorite episodes by far. Not that I haven't enjoyed everybody's uh, that I've had on the show, but Mark, you are by far one of my favorite uh, co-hosts that I've had on the show. So thanks so much the for blast, coming on. Blast. Um, everybody, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope it's a fun, yeah, relaxing weekend. Even though it's snowy or cold, get outside and enjoy the elements. Uh, appreciate the, each day that you have. Um, and, and just enjoy the time with friends and family. Uh, I hope this show was at least a start to a good weekend for everybody. Thanks so much, everybody, yeah. for tuning in. Thank you for all the super chats, uh, all the, the love to Mark and, yeah. and, and everybody. It's been a great show. Um, you guys are what are the reason why I do this because we just get so much support from all you guys. So thanks so much for everything. Have a good weekend. Have a good night guys. And we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Thanks everybody. It was great to spend the time, man. I love it.